Hey, my fellow hustling hoes. This is coming straight from the Dancer Resources. We are on the second episode of TDR Talks. It's Milani Cash here. And listen, we really about to get into some real shit. We're talking relationships, dating, money, family, relationships, money, and farting on motherfuckers. <laughs> but no, for real. Tune into this episode. It's really detailed and I'm getting real personal. Like somehow, Krista got me to talk about some, some personal shit. Okay, so stay tuned. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our second episode. I cannot wait for you to see what we have in store. I have Milani Cash and it gets lit <laughs> at the very <laughs> least. Trust me. <laughs> okay, so actually the first time I saw you... Mm-hmm. I like obviously we've like talked through Instagram, but yeah. the first time I saw you was on Baby's Little Baby's music video. <laughs> Which one was it? Drove too hard, girl. Her <laughs> face in this music video was like ridiculous. Like, and you've done a few, and like you went on tour with YG. Yes, that was the best experience I've ever had. How long were you in tour? It was only almost a month, but it was on Kendrick Lamar's tour. Oh, nice. He was headlining it, so it was just like. This is like packed stadiums, like 50,000 people. Where'd you guys, like, where'd you go? Everywhere, girl. I even went to Canada and Mexico. My. Swear to you. It was the most amazing experience. And it's so crazy because. You were dancing on stage, right? Yes. I was background dancing for him. And I literally. Like pole dancing, like tricks, everything. Listen, all I did was post on Instagram. I was just like, I posted his lyrics. And it said, she is stripper, but she bad, though. Mm-hmm. Got back on her feet. She was doing bad, though. Made it out the Struggle, I respect the hustle, yeah. Uh, they said, uh, put her in a match in the air. And I was like, it just like made me think of me like, damn, like, you know? So I posted it on Instagram, like on my page. And I was like, I want to hear this every single time I'm on stage. Mm-hmm. And he actually already was following me. And then he just DM'd me and he was just like, yo, you want to go on tour? You're like, <laughs> let me think about it. I'm like, this cannot be real right now. And it's like, I really manifested that shit. So after you, like, posted that, how long did it take for him to, like, hit you up? The same day. Oh, girl. And he was like, do you want to go on tour? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, when is it? He was like, two weeks. It wasn't even two weeks. I think it was, like, a week and a half. Damn. Yes. What opportunities came out of that? Girl, I um, went on another thing to Mexico with him. Then I was doing photo shoots for him. And was, like, one of his models and stuff. Oh, I saw those. I saw that. And then a friendship with him. He's, like, so cool. Um, We actually went to Mexico, I think it was last year, Mm -hmm. for his birthday. And we also did, like, some videos out there. And he was like, homegirl, it's my birthday. Whatever friends you want to have, fly them out. He's going to turn up. It was such a great time. I like trips like that. Yes. (laughs) Those are, like, great. Yeah. He's so respectable. He's so nice. He's so sweet. Like, he just want to put... Girls on that's like from the streets, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Nice. So okay, so he brought you on as a dancer. How long have you been dancing, girl? <laughs> I've been dancing since I was 18. <laughs> Wait, you so, were in high school, right? Actually, I got my diploma stripping. Okay. You know what though? Like you had mentioned that. You knew girls that were dancing in New York in high school. And, like, I'm from, I'm, like, a SoCal girl. Never in my life did I hear about, like, anyone dancing while they're in high school. 
That honestly was crazy to me. It was this girl that was in my high school, and she would just come to work so, I mean, to school so fucking tired. How old was she? She had to be like fucking 16. How long ago was this? This is about, well, I'm 29, 12 years ago. Yeah. It's crazy how things have changed. Yeah, like 11 years ago. That's when dancing was taboo. Yeah, oh my goodness! I literally just had this conversation. Like when I first started dancing, you were not telling people. You couldn't tell you- nobody you was a stripper. It wasn't even a thing. Like you had to keep that shit away from your family. You had yeah. to tell them that you were bartending. Yes, you didn't want guys to know. You didn't want friends to know. It, it was, was like, like a secret society. It was like a shame. Yes. exactly, exactly. Like literally, you, wanna, you had to walk around the letter S. <laughs> you know what? You okay? So I hit you up probably like six, seven years ago when we first started, yeah. and I hit you up when I first started TDR. Like. We didn't really like there wasn't really a network for dancers. So mm-hmm. I was individually DMing girls and sending them email asking to email them a survey to survey their club. Mm-hmm. And I remember I sent you one and you were like one of the only girls that responded that emailed it back. <laughs> and I was like, wow. And she's always been so like supportive. You showed up to our events and you've just taken the initiative mm-hmm. just to support. Mm-hmm. And I think that like you follow people on social media and like in a sense some of it is fake but you kind of get to know people Mm -hmm. you kind of get to like know their character and like how they move and um i think that like your life your work is a reflection of the way that you kind of take that initiative and like so i appreciate that about you thank you um i actually love supporting other dancers and their ventures and what they do like all my friends every time they have a business I buy something I get a facial by by them I get a massage by them if it's lashes or anything I just am really big on women empowerment Mm -hmm. and it's like if we all just support one another we would just make so much fucking money I know you know what I'm saying and it's like I don't feel like it needs to be a competition exactly like, I feel like we can all win it's a place for everybody what's meant to be will be meant for you a like, thousand percent and like that mentality of thinking it's a competition is like that crabs in a barrel like mm-hmm. that's what makes it women in like a workplace mm-hmm. feel like if there's two women in a workplace like men they don't compete with each other they have camaraderie in a workplace they if come together yeah you have a workplace with two women instead of working together to work each other up and mm-hmm. become more help each other up they work against each other because they feel like there's only space for one like it's a competition and us having that mentality is probably like instilled by the workplace in itself but like amongst each other like a different approach is so valuable I was even telling you that um about like even in the workplace like dancing it's like girls just want to compete one another with one another and everything and it's like you guys don't understand sometimes you'll make more money together than just with one person. If you have a customer and he has a wandering eye, you guys can both have that customer. Yeah. Except for it just be one person. He's just looking, looking, and you're just being angry with the customer. Like, why are you looking at her? Like, why are you like, you know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. you're just like fighting for his attention. Except for just doing that, you can just bring another girl along. Like, hey, I have this customer. I think he wants two girls. Let's go both get this money. Rather than him leaving you for her, he's going to have her 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 friend. You You know what I'm saying? And now you're just asked out because you wanted to be a bitch. Yeah. But it's like, it's enough money for everybody. Like, don't be a hater. That... I think that like greedy or like desperate mentality is what kind of creates like boundaries for yourself. And Mm -hmm. it's like you think that you have like it that energy plays. These guys are buying into your energy. Whatever it is. Like if you're coming with some desperate shit like they're like no one's going to pay for that. Desperate is the word. 
Because nobody wants a desperate stripper. Like, nobody wants yeah. to, like, you have to be confident. Like, yeah, desperate stripper is too bad. You got to be, like, a bomb stripper, a confident stripper, mm-hmm. like, a hustler. Like, it, it, they don't go well together. Exactly. It's just too, yeah. It sounds like telling you with um, uh, Brittany, Bernice, mm-hmm. I was, like, dancing with a customer, and I was just like, hey, girl, like, you want a shot? Like, you know? Mm-hmm. And then um, he was actually, like, trying to speak to her, and I'm like, girl, we can both get this money. Yeah. And then the guy ended up getting a thousand dollars. I asked her to come dance with me. This guy was not spending any money. Any he money. Was ignoring girls. He was not in the mood. He was not. But like, you just like we said, you're selling your energy. Like she. It was a Tuesday yeah. night, and it was early. I saw him. I was walking in the club. He wasn't. He was talking to girls, but he wasn't really like engaging to them. So I just went up to him and I was just like, "Hey, how you doing? I'm Milani. Whatever the case is, just talking to him." And then he went and ended up giving me $100. He was like, I don't do ones. He was like, I don't like to tip ones. Like, here's $100. Mm-hmm. A lot of girls would have taken that and been like, oh, let me just walk away. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck no. Shit, he got $100. Give me $100 more. Got, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> you know where that came from. <laughs> so um, I was like, I was listening to the Migos. And I was telling him how, like, the Migos used to come to the club all the time and, like, fuck up a bag. And it was just happened to be after um, the passing of Takeoff. So I was just, like, explaining to him, like, this is so sad. Like, I can't believe what happened or whatever. Like, they used to come all the time. Like, let's take a shot in, like, remembrance of him. So we went to the bar, and we took a shot. And that's when I saw Bernice. And I was just like, hey, girl, do you want to take a shot? Mm-hmm. So then, because we always, like, try to put each other on, like, free shots. Can't turn down a free shot. You know what I'm saying? So, so if guys buy me a shot, my friend is right here, baby. Get two shots. <laughs> so um, Don't make a share. <laughs> you hear me? So he was just like, okay, I don't mind or whatever. So we're just talking to him, having a good time, getting more shots. He ended up getting a thousand dollars, girl. How much did you spend the entire night? Four thousand. That's why you can't walk away. After he came like- from. I don't like to spend once, okay? Or I'm just here because my friend brought me here. Mm-hmm. I was dragged here. Four thousand dollars, and I wasn't a hater. Yeah, it's the tone. <laughs> it's the tone that you, hear you me? set. Yeah. A lot of girls would have thought that's not that's mine. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you can't dance over here. I was just trying to give you a shot, girl. Don't be trying to do that. But it's like, it's enough money for everybody. And it was actually really dead that night. I think it was a Tuesday. Mm. And then I had told him, I was like, babe, like, do you mind if you give me some money to throw on the other girls? Because it's a bad night and I kind of want to show everybody love. Mm -hmm. And me and Bernice was like, yeah, babe. Like, and we went out and was like throwing money at our friends. And it's just like shit like that. Like, I like that she's just not greedy either. Mm -hmm. It's like a lot of other girls, they probably wouldn't have done the same, but we really don't care about what they would have done because, you know, that's what we want to do. And when you put good energy out, it comes back to you. You would, you would like, I think in this industry, people, because you hear some people be like, oh, everybody in this industry is this and that. I think Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like you attract like-minded people. Mm -hmm. If you're good, of course you're going to come across like some shady, but you're going to recognize it. Exactly. And you're just not going to mess with it. So I think that's part of the like, is just maintaining your own tone and like, you and I talk about like not getting caught up with the Joneses and like that that's what makes desperation too. But we'll get into that. I wanna know. So when you first started dancing, you were in New York. Yes. How did you end up in LA? Okay, so do you wanna know when I started dancing or where? How long well, you've been dancing for ten years. Yes. And then you were in New York. And wait, you were dancing during the day, right? Yes. I okay, was so tell out us about the wall spot. Okay. It was $20 house fee <laughs> right now. And, and it's so crazy because I used to complain about $20. 
Now I'm paying 250 But yeah, it was literally $20 house fee. It was a hole-in-the-wall spot. It was like your average Joes coming to drink beers, trying to get away from their wives. But used to come across like some really wealthy men. And um, I, yeah, I used to work day shifts. And I used to be there from 4 o'clock in the afternoon all the way until 4 a.m. And in so a double. Yes. And then some days on the weekends, I was forced to work day shifts because my boss is a dick. And I used to have to work from 12 p.m., girl. And I, then I would work to 12 p.m. to 4 a.m. because I would leave there and I would go to Starlet's. Oh, how was that? Oh, it was great. I was a Starlet's. That was the first club that you worked at? No. The first club I worked oh, that, at well, was okay, called so that was... The Carousel in Long Island. It was okay. in Huntington. So a lot of people would, like, would see me. I would never think that I would be at the Carousel. Is it still open? I think it is. I want to go there and shit on everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> on the management and shit. Like, y'all I guarantee to- you it's the same management unless they fuck the owners over. Listen, <laughs> I guarantee you it is because my ass got fired. Why? Because my friend did some bullshit and I was just guilty by association. <laughs> what did she do? I have no fucking idea. But I just know that they got kicked out. It was like one of them clubs, you know, it's only two black girls. So one of them do something. All of a sudden, <laughs> everybody just got to go. But <laughs> like, we're going to get two more black girls that are not you guys. But, See, but that's I was a hustler girl. That's when I like my name was Coco. Okay. And Coco was a hustler. I was living in that back room. Back to back to back. <laughs> I swear to you. What was the most you ever made during that time? Um at the carousel? Mm-hmm. The most I probably made at the carousel was probably like two thousand dollars. During that twelve hour shift? Yes. Girl, now I make two thousand dollars in one hour at Crazy Girls. <laughs> That's crazy. So, like, in the comparison from dancing in New York and L.A., what do you think, like, the greatest difference is? Um, all right. So, if you're dancing in a gentleman's club, it's, like, a different vibe. I personally prefer urban clubs. And I have danced in probably every strip club you can think of in New York. Like, I've done it all. I've done hole-in-the-wall white spots, hole-in-the-wall urban spots, the most poppin'-ass uh, white clubs. I've done the most popping ass urban spots. Like I've done it all. But me personally, I prefer dancing in LA because New York is more based on the strippers. I mean, on the dancers more than the strippers. In in LA, we are the bartenders. Oh, you mean the bar? T- L- New York is yes. more based around bartenders. Yeah, yes. I noticed that definitely. The bartenders get all the money thrown on them, but New York's dancers still make money. Do mm-hmm. not get a twist, and I made a bag in there. But it's like they throw the money in the air and then the girls roach for it. And it's like nobody wants to be on the grounds fighting other girls for money. A thousand percent. It's like they don't have a wristband method. And I feel like they should have wristbands there. Like they should only allow certain girls in the section. Yeah. Just like they do out here. But they don't have that structure there because they're so focused on the dancers. I feel like if they were... I mean, on the bartenders. I feel like if they were focused on the bartenders and the dancers, then, you know what I'm saying? That's so backwards to me because it's like, if it was a regular bar with just bartenders, they wouldn't be going there. Like, yeah, fine-ass bartenders. I get it. But if the strippers Mm. weren't there, do you think that they would be there, those men? Like, if the dancers were not shaking their ass on the pole behind the bar, they wouldn't be there. Exactly. And it's very interesting. I'm like, if concept. I ever go back to New York, I would be bartending. Yeah. Like, I a just thousand don't feel percent. the need to dance out there. But because they, the guys respect the bartenders 
more than the dancers. And it's just so crazy to me because they're literally wearing the same exact outfits. And the, it's crazy because the men wouldn't be there unless the dancers were there. But they're over here giving it. It's absurd. They throw thousands and thousands of dollars on them, like $10,000, $20,000. It's a way different dynamic here because the bartenders try it over here and <laughs> fail. It's not, it's not the same thing. Yeah, I feel I like here... We are the bartenders. We are the main attraction. Guys come in for us. And our clientele is just as heavy. A thousand percent. Working in L.A. at Crazy Girls, it's just like everybody comes in. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Every single celebrity comes to Crazy Girls. Mm -hmm. Every athlete comes to Crazy Girls. Everybody comes. It's the people that you don't even expect come to Crazy Girls. So it's just like. Even on a dead night, we still make money. And I feel like the it's a lot of consistency in L.A. Mm -hmm. Like, it's consistent to me. I feel like I do good, mm -hmm. even on a bad night, even on a Wednesday. So get, with all this, like, like, fast money and then, like, all these celebs, how do you not get caught up in just, like, how do you sustain? I feel like I just know who I am. And I just... I'm very strong-minded, and I never was the type of person to let people affect me on, and, like... Your perception, your... Exactly. I don't let people influence me. It's like, I don't do what they do. I do what I do. <laughs> I like what I like. You hear me? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, just because you do that, that doesn't mean I have to do it. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I don't, I don't work to keep up with the Jonesons. I'm not sitting here working to go and impress you mm -hmm. i work for me i buy what i want to buy with my money and or i your save comfort, my money exactly own, yeah i'm not sitting here trying to buy the latest chanel bag or do this it's like if it happens it happens if that's something that i want to do i want to do mm -hmm. but i'm not going to sit here and try to keep up with other people i'm not keeping up with other women's bodies i don't envy anybody i don't have any jealousy towards you know anybody what? that's actually one thing that i was i really admire that with you like you're like your face, everything, you're beautiful. And I feel like it's so easy for people to be like, oh, you're so beautiful. If you did this, you would be this. And it's like, no, you don't need to do anything like that to be beautiful. It's just like in the 90s, you would hear something different than you would hear today. But mm -hmm. you're still going to look, you know, you're still bomb. Exactly. So I like I admire that in you for not feeling like, oh, I need to get my boobs done because she's 100 percent natural and she's bomb. And like you don't even... Thank you. And like even, there, you know, there's women that have had beautiful bodies before surgery mm -hmm. that did not need anything and still went with it. It's because they just, it's hard when you're working in an environment to not feel like you need to just do something. Mm -hmm. But it's like, like I've also seen girls that get a BBL or get surgery and look exactly the same. It's like, what was the point of doing that? But you just have all these people in your ear and everybody just looking a certain way. Mm -hmm. And it's like, sometimes people are just so insecure. They just want you to feel like you have something done because they know you look good natural. And it's a just thousand like, percent. They're just hating on you. Cause they're, they don't like you to say like, Oh yeah, look at me and I'm natural and I'm making the same money, getting the same dudes. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're and like, how, how is this? You hear me? And then they just try to break you down and tell mm -hmm. you like, Oh, well if you only did this, I was like, 19 years old and I had a friend telling me well if you just added some ass shots to your hips like you'd be perfect like we know where all those like what they're doing exactly and <laughs> what's going on with the ass shots now everybody's getting them taken out like and they're suffering like they're suffering from like the what is it the the malfunctions the um yes like whatever. people are 
the eye shots are itching. It's like, you know what I'm saying? They're having to get it removed. They, they look like little beads almost that they're taking out. It's They're dropping down to people's legs. It's like so much shit that's going on. It's like, I'm not going to risk my life and go in the fucking basement to get eye shots to, to impress you. Yeah. Or to make you feel like we're equals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I wasn't even in my grown woman body yet. I was only 19 years old. Like, I wasn't even fully developed. So it's like, I'm not going to sit here, like I said, and let other people influence me. If you want to do anything to your body, do it because you want to do it. Don't do it because somebody else tells you, well, if you had this or if you had that, like, do things on your own timing. Yeah, you got to make yourself feel beautiful. Yes. I really, and like, it sounds so cliche, but like, I feel like stuff like that really does come from the inside. Like, Mm -hmm. you go around people that you don't respect and they say something to you and it's like, who cares Mm -hmm. what you have to say? I don't even respect your opinion. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's like, anyone that has anything to contribute coming from like, I don't know, like if you did this or it's like, they're not good with themselves in a Mm -hmm. way. And like, they're trying to, project it onto you and that's exactly how i feel and i feel like there's nothing wrong with getting anything done at all but do it because you want to do it exactly do it because that's what makes you happy but don't feel as if because everyone else is doing it that you have to do it that's not a reason to do it mm-hmm. it's like if that's something that you want that's what makes you happy then do it a thousand percent but i've seen a lot of girls overdo it yeah you know what i'm saying and nobody want to be 35 with a stank ass, big old booty. Like, <laughs> nobody wants that on everything. Who wants a big old stank ass? Like, no. It just shits just look crazy. And then you want to be like 22 getting all this shit done. And that's why these girls are 22 years old looking like they're 30. When I was 21, I got my breasts done. And it was the biggest mistake in my life. Because, you, A, you don't even really, you, you can't even, sorry, <laughs> my lips are running. <laughs> you can't really even... At 21, I didn't have the goal to stand up for myself Mm -hmm. the way I do now. So what Mm -hmm. you're going to say to a surgeon, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. you're not going to have be as assertive. You Mm -hmm. know, there's just like things that you learn with time and age that allow you to give yourself better Mm -hmm. results to anything. And I think surgery is like such a long term thing that you want to be able to give yourself the best results. Ask Mm -hmm. the questions. I didn't Mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. So I've had a few boob jobs. I've done, like, the whole thing. But at the end of the day, like, it was for me, you know? And it's – I have no regrets, and I'm happy with it. But – I want my boobs done, too, one of these days. (laughs) Yeah, I mean – but, but for like, you, I like, wanted to wait on my timing, like when I felt like it was going to be great for me, you know, anytime I've had plastic surgery, when I got my breasts done, I stopped dancing for like three years. When mm-hmm. I got my BBL, I wasn't even dancing. Mm-hmm. So I, it was just like, you know, it wasn't really money related. Mm-hmm. It was just like, this is wh- what I want, yeah. you know, definitely. You want a fat ass, go get it. Just make yeah. sure you do the right research and do it the right way. You know what? I okay, so I had my BBL in Colombia. Mm-hmm. And I love my results. The doctor was amazing, but the recovery process, like mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the anesthesia, but I had the worst reaction to where I woke up sweating and I couldn't breathe. I was I woke up like <gasps> and I couldn't breathe. I thought I was like dying. I was mm-hmm. actually hallucinating. But wow. I didn't know cuz I have like weird reactions to anesthesia. Mm-hmm. So the lady they're supposed to give you two shots. Mm. They did not give me the shots. That It keeps you from, like, um, your blood clotting. And mm. then, you know, you're supposed to be hydrated. Mm. I was, like, throwing up on myself. Oh my I was gosh. throwing up in a pitcher. I was screaming. Scary. I was screaming, like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. She comes in mm. and she twists 
my arm. What? She twists my arm. Yeah. Like she came and she like twists my arm because I was screaming. What was I supposed to do? I don't know if it was supposed to like snap me out of it or mm-hmm. just get me to stop screaming. But it was just like blatant. It was like abuse. It was insane. Insane. And for that, I just don't think I could ever. And then like I threw up in the picture and the morning nurse comes because I was the mm-hmm. night nurse. The morning nurse comes. She sees me. I'm like purple. Because I had no hydration. I couldn't drink anything because I threw up in the water pitcher. So she goes to bring me to put water and it's vomit. Mm -hmm. Like it was just like the worst. I couldn't leave the room for five days. I was traumatized. I can't believe they didn't give you an IV. They did the next day. But that night they were just, they left me. Oh yeah, they're nuts. Like it was insane. I got a letter um, from like the hospital apologizing. But like that's the risk you take when Mm -hmm. you go overseas, you Mm -hmm. know? But, um, I mean, it is what it is. You know, what are you going to do? But, okay, so in terms of, actually, you brought your work bag. Yeah. Because <laughs> I I have this thing where I'm like, I want to see, like, we. it's so important. Like, what you bring in your work bag plays such a big part of, like, your night. You want to feel like you're prepared for everything. So um, I asked her to bring her work bag. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be good, though. <laughs> so, let's see. Okay. Okay. Let's put it on the table, yeah? Okay. Of course, in true stripper fashion, it's pink. (laughs) (laughs) Can we put it on the table? Is that okay? Okay. Okay, so we're going to show what's in my dance bag. Okay. This is actually what's in my dance bag. um, Because it gets really hot in the club, and I feel like every girl just needs a fan. Because you know how you get, like, super... Oh, Oh, make sure that you're... Yeah. Sorry. You guys, it gets super duper hot in the club, so of course we need a fan. And, um... Also, really quick, if you guys hear any barking, she brought her baby strawberry. <laughs> Behind every bad bitch is a bad bitch, okay? <laughs> okay, let's see. So, um, this is what's in my dance bag. Of course, we're going to start first with a bottle of liquor because who the fuck wants to pay for shots, okay? If you're and- watching this on YouTube, I want to know <laughs> the amount of dancers that bring alcohol to the club or no, that sneak it in. Let's sneak it in because this is bold to bring a bottle. Okay, so this is what um, how I sneak it in. I pour the bottle <laughs> in a ginger ale. You're gonna have to get a Coke or Pepsi bottle now. <laughs> you have to switch it up because nobody, you can't even tell. Like you just listen. Look, you just. I'm gonna show y'all how I do it. <laughs> this is what I do every night before I go to work. I swear, y'all be in the car just like this. Stripping 101. <laughs> Okay, boom. And then look, it looks just like ginger ale. You wouldn't even tell the difference. So if you get a lighter bottle, you just have to put like Patron or like Don Julio 70. <laughs> and if you want to do Hennessy, you just have to use Coca-Cola. It all depends on what you drink. Okay, write it okay. down. You want to take a shot? Okay, let's take a shot. <laughs> okay. How much? Okay, so... <laughs> When I, I'll be honest, when I work, I have a drink. Like, what's your drink? Mine is like 70, Don Julio 70. If you have, this mine is, is not, the, mine yeah. is actually the same. 70? Or Don Julio and Neho, but they don't have that. So, do you do shots or do you do? Oh, I do shots, girl. Oh, no, well, or shot, a margarita. No, I do like, I'll do the 70 with Sprite and a lime. Oh, I'll do um, shots and then I'll chase it with Red Bull, which I also have. No, I have it. This is also my dance bag. And I actually steal these from the tables when they leave. Okay. Let's take a shot because 
I need. <laughs> I have good questions. I need you. Like she's trying to. She's trying to get me drunk, guys. So I, I get, have. I have personal questions. Yeah, I have personal questions. <laughs> Cheers. Salud. Cheers. Salud. Oh. Whew. All right. So this is. Let me see what else is in my damn sparkers. All right. So right here. Can y'all see this? I have baby oil that I only put on my ass because I do um, pole tricks. So this only goes on my butt in the beginning of the night. Then I have a liquid IV packet because I need to chase my liquor with this if I'm not using Red Bull because I'm not trying to be dehydrated. I'm not trying to get too fucked up because I get a little bit aggressive. <laughs> then I have pole grip because, you know, these bitches be all up on the stage with the oil and shit. Tampons. Gotta have tampons. Then, deodorant. Because who the fuck wants to be a stinky bitch? Nobody. And, my money bag, of course. And in my money bag is... Yeah, like, what do you take on the floor? $100. Because we, um, Crazy Girls, it's $100 to, for a line pass. So you get to skip a girl on stage if you pay them $100. Oh. So I always have $100 on deck just in case I want to skip some bitches and make some money. And on the floor. Each time? Yeah. So you're like, skip me, here's 100 Yes. Dang, that DJ's probably making a bag bread every <laughs> night. <laughs> so this is what I bring on the floor. Um, do, you, do you put it in the Ziploc? Yeah, I definitely have this in my dance bag on the floor. And it's Is this toys. in the way? Should we move this? Is this good? Okay, let's move this. But okay. keep going. I'll hold it. So <laughs> these are Altoids. That's in my dance bag. And lip gloss. I bring this on the floor all the time. And perfume. This is Ariana Grande Cloud. And it smells just like Baccarat. Because who the fuck wants to bring fucking $400 perfume smell. to work? It smells like Baccarat? Smell it. It's like a little... Um, Oh my gosh! <laughs> it does. Listen, and I got that shit from Rite Aid, okay? For fucking wow. forty dollars. Swear to you, here, girl. They be like, "What is that, Bakker?" I'm like, "Yeah, no." You're lip like, yeah. liner, lipstick, lip gloss, setting powder, um, scissors, just in case I want to remix the outfit. So, boom. How often do you and cut your outfits? Controls. Huh? How often do you cut your outfits? All the time. Because no. I like to look like a hoe. Sometimes they don't be hoe enough. I went through a phase where I was, like, cutting the bottom of shirts as, like, little skirts, you know? Like, over the G-string. <laughs> it was a like vibe. That. It was a vibe. And then I have my dance outfits. And you guys have to be organized, okay? Because you guys don't want the, um, the security to see your dirty-ass thongs. Because who wants to do that? You know what I'm saying? You don't want them going through your shit. You got loose-ass panties that you just wore last night. <laughs> I'm serious. You don't want them seeing your little thongs. That's not it. And then I have my pasties. And I always wear these pasties because you have to invest in yourself, okay? So I love looking like a shiny bitch. So, yeah, I have my pasties. And my dance shoes, of course. And who wants to pay $25 for these? Um, tell them where you, you guys, when I get them, <laughs> you guys, oh. when, I, when I get my, uh, this or line. <laughs> oh. Yes. And then my shoes. Well, I was gonna say how, are, do those light up? 
No. Why did I, I actually got these on pleasers, guys? Get your shoes on pleasers. They're so much cheaper than the dance stores. And these Oh, online? Yeah. Directly? Mm-hmm. How much do you pay directly? Um, I think I got these for like forty dollars. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yes. That's and they what, come in two these days. Are like seventy, seventy five dollars in the store. They in come two in two days? days to California. I wanna add um so you can get like a wholesale account. I wanna do it for T D R so then the oh, girls okay. can just buy. But Yeah. Yeah, that's um a vibe right there. <laughs> And How what are these? Like these are just I don't like the high heels either. Like mm-hmm. I'm like good with a minimal heel. I like minimum heels too, just in case I gotta smack a bitch. You know, you don't wanna be too high, my break ankle. When was the last time you smacked someone? Three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Did you at work? Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I'm surprised I wasn't fired. <laughs> <laughs> it was the baccarat. Here. It was the heel. Girl. <laughs> is that does that girl still work? Yeah. She still works there? Yeah. And how is it? Um how, what's the vibe? So it's like fine. It's what? It's fine. Um <sighs> I get into fights a lot. <laughs> how often are you fighting? Um, it's like it's so crazy. I won't go I'll go like a year without a fight and then I'll have like three in one week. And then I'll just go calm for like another couple months. Why do you think that is? I think I just get upset. And then I just like, I hold it in. Like, mm. I feel like. Like a cancer. Yeah. I feel like it's just sometimes girls just do too much and I try to bypass it. And like, cause I don't like to be negative in a club. I really don't want to get into it with girls. I feel like I'm just turning over a new leaf mm-hmm. and you never want anybody to just get you out of the, your character to the point that you get physical. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes in the industry, People try you. You have to stand up for yourself. Yes. And it's like, if you do not say something, it will continuously go on. It gets worse. If somebody, like, if, like, what they say, um, you let a motherfucker uh, slide, they're going to think they ice skate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even though you don't want to do it, sometimes you got to just choke a bitch up. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the dancing resource does not condone bullying or violence. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But sometimes, okay, you need to smack a bitch. Oh, God. Okay. okay. And they don't give a fuck about that little $500 fine or $1,000. Is that what they do? They fine you? Yes. How but much did you pay the last time you smacked somebody? We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. But um, you do get fined and suspended. But sometimes it's worth it. But honestly, it's really <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> honestly, it's, it's really it. not worth it because... Then you miss out on money. You yeah. paid money for what? To fight. For a bitch might possibly press charges on you. And then you miss out on money because you're missing work. So you're going to miss out on thousands of dollars because somebody got you mad. So you just you just literally fought somebody for $10,000. Like, you might miss two weeks of work. And that could be $10,000. And you don't want to get somebody out of your element to the point where you also had to pay ten th- pay $1,000 or $500 and then miss out on work and then miss out $10,000. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's Sometimes it's worth it's it, though. <laughs> when has it ever been worth it to miss out on $10,000 for sacking somebody? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Have you worked at any other clubs in L.A.? Um, I worked at Cheetahs. Oh, okay. How mm. was that? I like Cheetahs. I was making a bag of Cheetahs. Cheetahs was a vibe. Because it's a... Wait. Um, it's the... Yeah. And I worked at Deja Vu. I was going to ask how... Yes. How was Deja Vu? Deja was cool. I was there one time and it was there. Diamond the Body. 
And she yeah. had me in the front of that motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. She had me like. I know. I remember. Girl, that. I was like. I was really feeling myself. Thank she had her, her poster. <laughs> like she had her like poster size in front of the building. As a billboard. It was in so front dope. of the building. I love that. Thank you, Diana. No, but that was like, no, that was a true look too because a lot of these clubs, they like to use Latinas. Like on the 60, you'll see like the strip clubs mm-hmm. or they'll use like white girls, like the look, whatever. So I think for her to do that, like, and you mm-hmm. looked amazing. Thank so you. yeah, like of course. Yes. Um, I've worked at... You know what's crazy? Like I, I was just talking to Bernice about it because I was like, what's the main difference between... LA and North Carolina and she's like I experienced so much racism here mm-hmm. so I think like for Diamond to be doing that is like mm-hmm. it's just like you know it's like who fuck I don't know she was saying that like a majority of the customers like the Hispanic guys that she like deals with like the most like bullshit with them mm-hmm. and I don't know why I just was like so caught off guard with that mm-hmm. but I guess like yeah sometimes it's you know, a lot of people in the Hispanic community, sometimes they want to tip people that they feel like look like them. Okay, what is your background? I'm Haitian and Cuban. Okay, so Cuban and, like, in New York, like, how is that? Because, like, there's not a lot of Mexicans in New York, right? Mm-hmm. It's I'm a lot of Puerto really, Rican. First time I've ever had a taco was out here. Yeah. That wasn't from Taco Bell. So <laughs> are Cubans like that in New York? Is that, like, the vibe in New York, too? Well... I don't speak Spanish, so I don't think I'm like a true enough Cuban. <laughs> I really, and I, it kills me. Like, well, you know what? I can speak Spanish in Colombia and Mexico. I feel comfortable, but like speaking Spanish around, around Americans that speak Spanish, it's embarrassing for me. Like, I just don't feel confident to do it. I'm like, just, you know, just go ahead. And um, like, I feel like in New York is the same thing. Honestly, like it is in LA. As like colorism. As, yes. There's definitely colorism in a club in New York. Definitely, a hundred percent. Have you seen the bartenders? Oh, you know what? They all look alike. Yeah, yeah, they do all look alike. There's a lot of colorism. And in you know New what's York. crazy is like the bartenders in New York will go dance in Miami or mm-hmm. in LA, and yes. it's it's so interesting. Like, I wonder, are they like, you know, there's a hierarchy. I know in LA or in California, there's a hierarchy of like bartenders that think mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I could never dance. Mm-hmm. But they're like bent over in front of a customer mm-hmm. that's giving them six dollars. It's insane to me. I've seen bartenders at Crazy Girls dance on customers. I don't know why, but that bugs the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. And I, I just like I maybe I'm a hater. I don't know, but I just it irks it irks me because even though we're still technically employees or whatnot, like what are you doing? You're taking because they don't want the title of stripper. So it's like, why is it okay? But they're doing more than I would ever do as a dancer on the floor. It's you know, like, I don't understand why is it that we get such a stigma as dancers, but when but bartenders do the same exact thing and they don't get that stigma. I think prior to like recent, it was easier to perpetuate that stigma because dancers were not able to be like you know what yeah I am a dancer like if it's easy for like you and I to have a conversation and mm-hmm. me if I wasn't with dancing or I was I'd be like oh I don't know about that Da-da-da-da. judge you and you would feel a little like apprehensive to stick up for yourself because you're like uh, like mm-hmm. not even apprehensive but like is it even worth it mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but then you have like a combined amount of people and it allows you to just like it makes someone think twice mm-hmm. when it's more than one person and yeah. when it's like um, when you're going to be held accountable mm-hmm. for it. Is my hair OK? Oh, no, you're <laughs> fine. Girl, I'm just 
I'm listening to what you're saying. <laughs> I'm like, this little swoop right here is bothering me. I don't even know what you're talking about. I swear to you. Okay, you yeah. Fine. But I think it's just like easier. It's easier to like, to like bully or whatever it is, like project, perpetuate when it's one person at a time. So I think that now that we're like a little bit more out there with it and mm-hmm. we own it and it's just like, well, what are you going to say now? Like you look stupid. Like for a girl to be like, oh, I to come at somebody for being a stripper now is mm-hmm. like the dialogue of it is so like out there that you would like look stupid. I've always owned my shit. I've honestly never gave a fuck who gives a fuck I danced. If my if once my family knew that I danced, that's the hardest part. It just did not matter to me. I didn't care what the fuck. How you did thought. your family find out? Um, because one of my cousins is a fucking hater. <laughs> That's just what it was. I was just making all this money, and I told them I was bartending, but people are just not trying to hear it because my family is just so fucking nosy and tight that they're just like, oh, where are you bartending at? We want to come support you. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I thought I could get away with it, but I couldn't. And then um, I was I told my dad I worked at Windsor, and he showed up. I was like, I was off that day. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't listen to my schedule. <laughs> but my parents, they like, my parents would never pop up to my bar. Like, they're not a type of people that would just go to the bar. So it wouldn't be my parents I'd have to worry about. It would just be my cousins. And my cousins, like, my family were just so tight that they would really want to come to my bar. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, fuck, like, how do I keep up with this lie? Mm-hmm. So then um, I started going to bartending school. <laughs> you invested in your lie. I'm like, I need to bartend. I need to tell them to pull up somewhere. Then I was like, Hey guys, I'm bartending at this spot tonight. You know, if you guys want to pull up, nobody wants to come. <laughs> so, so y'all just trying to be fucking fake. So you went to school for nothing. You hear me? Wait, so, can you still make drinks? Um, I actually went on vacation and didn't end up getting my license. I missed the test. I was like, fuck this shit. So um, once nobody showed up, she's like, I'm a stripper anyway. <laughs> this was the cover. Oh, we have a group chat. Okay. And I was just like, you know what? I was dating somebody and he was reposting that I danced. So, <laughs> and he was big. For what? To try to get you money or what? Like, no, just like, that's an, my girl? He was like, he was a rapper. Okay. So I think he was like, you know, yeah, my bitch is a stripper. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she gets money. And I was actually a secret stripper. Because at first, um, the person that put me on a dancing was just like, you can't tell anybody you dance. Nobody that girl. that you dance. Yeah. Really quick, long story short, <laughs> she basically met somebody that she gave a discount to. She was working at Charlotte Russe and they had a discount. She was trying to get her a better discount like by shaking <laughs> it like this. It was like a cube. It was like a jar that you can just shake She was up. trying to scam the discount. <laughs> like somebody, our last podcast, somebody else became a dancer from a, from a discount. It was, like pineapp- it was like a Pineapple Express night, long story short. She ended up with an ID that allowed her to become a dancer at multiple clubs over the years. Like, we're not even, I feel yeah. like it's a, yeah, we're not <laughs> even going like, yeah. I just had, you know, an ID and um, that that person gave me and I was just able to just. But that girl taught you so much, right? Yes. Shout out Ariel. <laughs> do you still talk to her yes he really asked me to be the godmother to her child oh my god oh my god that's crazy <laughs> so um yeah i just met her in the mall hitchhiked with her and you know like when you're a dancer like a I, like when i was like 19 i started dancing when i was 19 so from like 19 to 24 i was just like 
the world was my oyster. Like mm-hmm. if I met a girl, hey, let's go eat, let's go shopping, like whatever it was, like you have no limits because you have bread. Mm-hmm. You have you can do you have your own schedule. So I think like those those beginning years of a dancer are just so fun. That's taught me a lot, like um being around different people. Um and meeting different friends. I've been through a lot of shit as a dancer as far as friendships. And it kind of just taught me what I don't want to be and what I don't want to turn into and I, what I don't want the club to make me. And I was just like, I can you can take people's advice, but you can use that and be your own person. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to just, like, as a baby for all the baby strippers, just because somebody tells you something or whatever the case is, you can just... Take it into consideration at face value. Yeah, you don't have to just you do don't know what they're intent. doing. Yeah, you, know you don't know the intent for why they're. You got lucky because when you first told me the story, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna end up a shit show." But like, you got lucky because she had good intent with you, and like, you know. But it was like, a lot of shit that I had. that could have gone so weird. Like, you know how like girl these girls have pimps. She could have tried to pimp her, me like, out. Mm-hmm. She was actually warning me about pimps, like letting me know what a pimp could be. But it was kind of like a lot, though. We used to get into it and she'd be like, bitch, I made you. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to you. She's working the 12 hour shifts. (laughs) She'd be like, bitch, I made you. Like, if it wasn't for me, you would have never even no. So, she would have she's the right. moment. She would have the little moment. She's right. You know, I got into dancing because I had like two best friends and one was like seven years older than me. And she was making like a, a thousand, two thousand a day mm-hmm. during day shift by 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I was living in my car and mm-hmm. I just wouldn't do it. I was like not about to dance because I didn't want people to look at me like a stripper. Mm-hmm. girl the, after i danced i was like fuck with them opinions you what look, <laughs> like not only are you look i don't give a fuck if you look you watching me bitch you hear me <laughs> like, done yeah once i started getting money i didn't give a fuck about dancing who thought made, what yeah dancing made me not give a fuck mm-hmm. and are we allowed to say that yeah okay dancing mm-hmm. made me not give a fuck because when you take yourself out of everybody's perception of how you're supposed to be, you really start thinking independently because you feel like you're on the outside. Mm-hmm. So you become very independent and you start thinking for yourself. And at the end of the day, these people don't pay my motherfucking bills. At all. Okay. They all hate you, but then they respect you at the same time. Because they can't do what you're doing and they want to. You hear to. me? And then you're doing it on your own. I think I would rather be a single stripper than a woman married and on a budget and having to, like, answer to a man. And not to say mm-hmm. that there's, like, a that there's a, a choice or an option, like, you're either one or the other. But if I had to choose, in 100% reality, with the education I have and everything mm-hmm. that I have going for me, I'm either going to be a man's, like... Not his bitch, but I'm Mm going to be an extension of a man or I'm going to be a very successful, independent woman. Those are my only options. People don't understand that we don't dance because we just want to be hoes and love shaking ass. I do. (laughs) (laughs) We dance for financial freedom. It's the freedom to just do whatever you want to do and invest into whatever you want to invest in and to get your home and get that car and get out of that situation that you're in. And like, the thought of what you might think of me is not enough to keep me from doing that. You hear me? Like, I've been able to see the world. Because of me dancing, I've connected with multiple people. Mm-hmm. Like, me dancing has allowed me to 
go on tour with YG and be in all these music videos to fund my life in LA. And I say that all the time on Instagram. I'd be like, thank you to everybody who comes to my job and funds my life. But I don't, <laughs> you're not just... I feel like it's so easy to be like, oh, who funds my life? Like, your life is not like, mm-hmm. oh, spending money, blowing money. Like, you save your bread. You stock your bread. I don't play You're that smart. shit. I save, I save. This woman is like. like 60% of my money I save. Like, I only spend money on food and um, dance outfits and clothes and all that type of shit. Like, I spend money that makes me money. On a return, where you're gonna you get a return. Me? So I spend money on my dance outfits. I spend money on my hair. I spend money on my nails. You gotta zoom in on these nails, guys. These is like <laughs> so forcey crystals. Okay, it's like I'm not just out here spending money on bullshit. Like, cause you cannot be in the club looking like a raggedy ass dancer. Nobody wants to tip a raggedy dancer. Yeah. Invest into your makeup. Invest into Sephora. Invest into Mac. Like, invest into your hair. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what makes you money. Like, you can't just be out here just buying bullshit. Like, you need to spend your money that's going to make you money. Like, you know what I'm saying? A thousand percent. You need to invest in yourself. I'm just tired of girls coming into work with their nails not done, their toes not done. Like, what are you need to spend? Like, And then complaining about how they're not they're making money. They're not making money. It's like, you're not making money because your hair is fucked up. Like, who the fuck? Did you do that shit yourself? <laughs> it's like, I be looking at girls like, girl, who did them braids? And it's like you have to invest into yourself, like buy those bundles, go to this hairstylist. Like my hairstyle is probably going to last me about a month and a half. And it cost me $250 just for the sewing alone. The the hair was a bag, but it's like, <laughs> the hair was like $1,400 because it's Indian. But at the end of the day, you can buy you some bundles. You can buy you some bundles for like $600. And then you can get the install and it's probably going to cost you like for $800 for an install plus the hair, but it will last you a month and a half. That's one night of working. Not for everybody, but I think it's all okay. relative. That I think can it's be all free. relative. If you're it dancing is. and you're making $200 every night, baby, quit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I think but you got to understand there's women that are like in the Midwest. The cost of living is lower than but it is out here. if you're still making 200 every night consistently for two weeks as a dancer, please go work for Amazon or get a regular job and just stop. Listen, stop picking up pennies and let the other bitches get the money because clearly you're just not cut out for it. <laughs> well, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> like make room for somebody else because you cannot be dancing making $200 a night. Yeah, I think that every single night for two weeks in a row. Yeah, that's that you have to dancing is like you have one good night or you have like your few good nights. And but then you don't like have, you have 14 a, bad nights in a row. <laughs> so if, if you, you have 14 bad, bad nights, nights in a row, three things. Yeah. Do drop shipping. OK, <laughs> do something else because that ain't it. It you ain't know. it. You know do what? Music videos. Do anything else. But yeah, because you know what? For two hundred dollars and be called a stripper. For two hundred dollars, we take this shit like you. You gotta understand why we 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 literally take on so much shit to make this money. We have shitty ass relationships. Men do not trust us. Our parents think we're whores. Our family thinks we're whores. Everybody thinks we're whores. And it's just like the stigma that we have to have that comes with dancing. You don't have that stigma for $200. You have it for them $4,000 nights, those $2,000 nights, those $8,000 weeks, them 30K months. Like that's And then you for. reinvest it and yes. you like make more money with it. So that way you're not. Exactly. Stuck in it, doing it. But there are going to be $200. There's also going to be nights yes, you're going to be leaving negative. 
this last week I made 70 bucks and I paid 250 to work. Like it's some days you do not make it, but I, it was one day. The next day I made $2,000. But if I was doing that every single day, I'd probably reevaluate life and cry. So don't cry. Yeah. If you're paying <laughs> 250 to work, you should be making. Yes. Yeah, like definitely. Cannot, but I do think it's all relative because there's girls that are making $20 or that are paying $20 to work and making 400. Yeah. If you're like, making, if you're paying $20 and you're making $400, that's a come up. The you know point is, if you're seeing an L every single night for 14 days in a row, just it's give time yourself to move at least on. one month. And if it's not working out, then, you know. But take dancing the- isn't easy by any means. I think that through this podcast, I hopefully people will be able to realize that. And by giving insight and mm-hmm. like, you are a cutthroat bitch, okay? And like, I think that this is what you're going to see at the club. This is what you're working with at the club. Dancing is not for everybody, okay? Y'all got to stop saturating the club. It's not for everybody at all. Okay, so what do you think are the three top things that make you a successful dancer? Three traits. You can only pick three. I invest into my hair and my nails and my outfits and my hygiene. I was going to say, I think hygiene is number one. All that comes in together. Confidence is number two. I walk around like I'm the baddest bitch in that motherfucker. And you got to be able to control your emotions. And that has nothing to do with your physical appearance. Stop. If a guy likes another girl, don't cry about it. Like, you cannot be certainly, so you're just not going to tip me? You're just going to tip her? Like, I thought, girl, everybody has their night. People have their preferences. You're in the strip club to be judged. People are literally there to judge you and pick you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Okay, wait. So you just said like dating, you're like men don't trust you. How no. is your you said dating is shit. How is dating? Like what is how has it like when was the last time you were in a relationship? Like what was this? I saw you in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a relationship. That was just me seeing my ex in Mercury retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Yes. Blame the retrograde. Um, well, I've been dancing since I was 18 and mm-hmm. I was in a relationship about two months after dancing, um, until I was about 20. So for two years. And then when I was 21, I was in a relationship for four years. So, so you're like, yeah. So half of my little, uh, stripping career, I was in a relationship, but it was hard because I was in a relationship with a rapper and it's just like who was can you say who it was or no <laughs> it was um we want details <laughs> it was a uh, slim jimmy from ray shimmered okay. and it was just kind of tough because i just kind of felt like if even though we were doing good he just had outside influences that were just telling him like i'm not the one for him i'm not good for him because, because you i were dance like i'll never forget the time that i was like supposed to move in with him and, you know, his brother and everybody else, like Sway and everybody, lived in the house. And they were just, like, telling him, like, what if she steals? Like, you're really going to let a stripper move in? Man, I'm going to lock my room. <laughs> I would have said, lock your shit. I swear to you. He was like this. Like, I'm going to lock my room. Like, you're going to really leave her here, like, while we're on tour. Like, but that's is- such a misconception because <laughs> let me just say as a dancer, I feel like I have more money than the people that I'm like, yo, I make money. Like, what the fuck I need to steal from you people? Like, what am I going to steal? Like, well, there's a misconception that because you dance, you're desperate. And you it's like, me? no, you want to know what's 
not desperate, but like for me, I would rather dance and make what I make than work 10 hours a day at Steinmark. If anything, a girl <laughs> that's <laughs> making 5000 a week is desperate, but the girl that's making $200 every four days isn't. And dealing with mad disrespect. You hear me? So if I was a, if I had a regular job, I wouldn't be deemed desperate, even though I probably would have stole something if I had me, a regular job. No, if I had a real regular job, I would be desperate. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So why is it that I'm deemed desperate, but the person with a regular job isn't when they make less money than me? And they probably would a thousand want more. to steal that watch or steal. <laughs> yeah. You know they're more likely to steal because they're not going to see me? that amount. It's going to be further away. You hear me? They're going to be quicker to steal the $200 on the table. You know what I'm saying? Versus me. So then, um, long story Versus short. me, the <laughs> dancer that knows you need to have 200 for me on the table when I arrive. <laughs> you hear me? 2000 <laughs> So when, so I had um, left town or whatever, me and him got into it, whatever. Basically, like, I, like, moved in. Like, I had the whole closet. Like, my shit was in there. And then I leave town. And he was just like, you know what? Like, I was just like, you know what? Everybody doesn't want me here right now. I'm going to just leave town while you're away, and I'm going to just go back home to get the rest of my things. And he ended up breaking up with me when I left town, like, no warning, and I found out on Twitter. It was, like, the worst thing. So um, I had went to this house to go get all my shit when he was out of town. He couldn't even face me. It was the craziest part. So I had to get all my things out the closet that I've already moved in and everything, like, and... He calls me, and I guess he had, like, a gold cup. It was, like, a solid gold cup that was missing. And he, I would have answered the FaceTime, like, this drinking. Listen, he accused me of stealing it. And I was just like, what makes you think I stole the cup? I mean, I should have stole the cup. But what makes you think I stole the cup? Because everybody was saying she shouldn't live here. She's a stripper. She probably steals. And I said, whose girlfriend stole the cup? You hear me? Who would steal the cup? <laughs> it was her. Like Who the, really stole the cup? Did oh, you find out? His manager ended up putting it up for him. So Did he feel bad and apologize? I told him. I was like, and when you do find that fucking cup, I be, I want the biggest motherfucking apology you could ever made in your motherfucking life because you got me fucked up trying All to because me you danced. a fucking stealing. Yes. And I had his fucking name tattooed on me and everything. Do you still have it on you? Yeah, sadly. <laughs> better take that shit off <laughs> it's like right here and right here so two sad. yes and then we ended up getting it back together it was like a a whirlwind relationship it was like on and off but it was just like you know it was just like i was just feeling like i just had to accept what was given to me because i was dancing and it's just like i shouldn't have to feel like that like why should i accept that my nigga is cheating and I wasn't accepting I it. I do think that men that date dancers do think that it's a little bit more acceptable to cheat or do whatever. But I think it's their way of feeling like it's okay that their girl's a dancer, if that makes sense. Exactly. And it wasn't like being done in my face. Like, I want to say like. Oh, no, it's just, never done. You know what I'm saying? But it was Because at the like, end of the day, they're still scared to lose you. Exactly. And it was just crazy, though, like finding out that girls at my job was fucking my man. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And that's what was it was is because because he's coming in the club, throwing all this money on me, and he's, of course they're like, and we're public with it. Like he has me on his page, I have I have him on my page. They just think like, well, see, shit. I could never, I would never, I don't think I could ever ever, I would never date a celebrity or any 
shit like that again mm-hmm. because like you could never you don't even know like who you're and then it's like the thing is like okay I always felt they say social media is like killing relationships or this and that mm-hmm. no it's not if your man or your girl is not is a piece of shit and isn't capable of mm-hmm. being loyal to you when it's just a thousand like you're either mm-hmm. loyal or you're not they like you either feel it for that person or you don't like mm-hmm. A thousand, but these people have so many options mm-hmm. that it makes it harder to choose. And, and I, at that point, it's like, do they, it's just, it's not even like, I feel like it's, there's just so many options that you just, you're better off without it. Yeah. If you're like, you know. But I feel like even if, even if you, any man has all the options, it doesn't even matter if you're a celebrity or not. They're still fucking the same bitches. The, the guys, no, you're a, a girl. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Everybody's fucking everybody. It's LA. In LA. In, Don't like, get me started. You know in LA, you're right. You know, you're, you're a thousand percent right. But I just think like with guys that have a little bit more exposure, the the options, it's just harder like to make up your every mind. Every guy with money just has too much exposure. Like, or that looks like he has money. That doesn't even fucking have money. All the guys are all fucking the same girl. So I feel like it doesn't even matter. It's like you can't even win for real. But it was just different because like, I mean, I'm, we, we met each other. Like, he met me when I was, t- like, on my 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I met him out here. And he was, like, just dropped his, like, first, like, popping song, which was um, No Flex Zone. So, it was, like, he wasn't really, like, when I met him, he only had, like. That song was everywhere, too. You hear me? And mm-hmm. it's, like, when I met him, he only had, like, like 10,000 followers on Instagram. So, he, like, blew up. And yeah, then it's, like, like, he was brand new. You know what I'm saying? I had more followers thing. than him, I think, at that time. I think I had like 16,000 followers. So I was like more lit than him at the time. And we just like, you know. So when he made money, he switched up on you? You think? Um, He was still fucking with me. But I, he just was like any guy does. When you get exposed to stuff, you know, he was cheating. But like a lot of girls at the club, they're like thinking like, oh, he's wifing her. Like it could be me type shit. Like if he's cuffing her, she danced. And you know what I'm saying? He's doing this and like, you know, well, it could possibly be me. But it's like, it was never going to be all. And let's be real. <laughs> like I've met a guy. I I just don't think meeting guys at the club for me mm. is pointless because like, even if they have a lot of fucking money, mm-hmm. it's still like a terror. It's like a, it's, um, I bought you. And I actually didn't meet him dancing. I actually didn't even tell him I danced when I first met him. Really? Yeah, I told him I was bleaching. <laughs> fucking liar. And then um, I ended up telling him, like, I think, like, probably, like, within two weeks or three weeks. Okay, so are you single now? Yeah, I'm single. I've been single for a minute. After him, I was, like, dating around. And it's hard. It's hard dating as a dancer. As I feel like I was just always, like, um, I started, after him, I started dating this uh, NFL player. And it was, it's like I was talking to him, like, you know, we're seeing each other. He's flying me out and everything. But he just didn't want to take me seriously because I danced. Mm-hmm. He literally told me, like, it's weird that what attracts them to you is the same thing that deters them mm-hmm. from. But I think that's a reflection of the man in itself. Like, how are you going to hate what you're attracted to? He literally told me he was just like. It's not hate, cool but you for know. a rapper to fuck with you, like, and wife is a stripper because, you know, it's the image. Like, rappers are, like, you know, this and that. He but NFL. Like, but it's not cool for, an, like, a, an athlete. They only, yeah, and they want an LVN. We already know about those LVNs. <laughs> you hear me? So it's just, like, 
it was just kind of like damn for me like you know what i'm saying it's it's like i can't catch a fucking break and then it's like even when yeah, you, but that's what makes you as a dancer you i feel like that's what brings on the isolation is like okay mm-hmm. i'm a great woman but you're gonna get to know me and all you're gonna be able is and all you're gonna be able to see is that I dance or like anyone you introduced me to is their only like for me I have she's the, the stripper yeah the like it's for like, me like I men that like it's like I'm not just a stripper I'm a person they can't see past I'm it I'm a daughter I'm it. a sister I'm a godmother I'm an auntie it's like I'm not just the stripper or a stripper that's his stripper girlfriend but y'all don't ever say, oh, that's his no job girlfriend who depends on him. They say no job. <laughs> they say no job and like no job. But you're they rather go date, date a bitch with no job. Literally no job. That's, like that's, literally, you know, no what I'm job. saying squatting at people's houses than somebody that dances. <laughs> well, let's hope that cup doesn't go missing again. <laughs> <laughs> OK, but I think now um, he thinks about it and He's just like, I'm sorry. No, he should. <laughs> he definitely does. Um, uh, we're still friends. Like, we recently uh, went to Dubai together. Um, it was fun. It was a really great time. You know, I'm always going to have love for him. Yeah, I think. But it's, it's just not. It is what it is. I can't be with somebody for four years that didn't see my value. Well, I think after four years, you should be able to, like, see your own value and be you know like, fuck saying? that. Okay, I let's did. take a shot. Okay, while you're pouring, where do you like she's see gonna ask you some bullshit. Let's take a shot. <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> in the next. So, in the next five years, where do you see Milani Cash? Pregnant. Within the next five years, pre- you should say pregnant. Um, with kids, being a child of God. <laughs> you know what? Actually, as we pour, oh my gosh, as we pour this shot, while I'm pouring the shot, oh my gosh. No, because I I am like. Well, you gotta give me a shot glass. I feel like <laughs> what happened? Oh, that was your shot glass. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like as dancing, people are like, "Oh, well, you're this, you're that." Like they basically label you as like a crook, right? Like yeah. in so many circles. So on your Instagram, I always see you posting like these. I just feel like for us to bring religion or like faith or anything like that into this type of like conversation is people. C- consider it taboo right Mm -hmm. but i think that in this conversation and in this industry is probably one of the most important things to keep you like grounded and to Mm -hmm. not like you know how do you balance it from dancing and also let me just say this i feel like when it comes to all of that aspect i think that that's like someone's opinion of how you should be when it comes to like religion or anything i feel like it's hard it's hard to balance Faith and dancing is because we are working in a devil's playground and it's just like, dang, like it's like you're fighting every day you go to work. You're just fighting for your soul. You know what I'm saying? It's just so much temptation. But that's where keeping your boundaries and being able mm-hmm. to be like, I'm never, if I pass this boundary, I'm not going to feel good about it myself. I need to respect this. Exactly. And, and that's why I do have my boundaries. It's like. I don't sell pussy. I sell dreams. Okay. You don't sell <laughs> pussy for shark boots for emergencies only. <laughs> okay. But no, for real. It's like, you got to have that mentality. I do not sell pussy. I sell dreams. You do not want to be the girl that has fucked everybody in the club. And they did. You just come up to their section. They just like, girl, we fucked you already. What is it? What do we need you for? We trying to get some new pussy. You want to be the new pussy. Okay. I've been able to survive to 10 years with dancing 
never had a dry spell is because I'm not fucking nobody. So I'm still looking like a commodity. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you guys already done ran through you, it's like, girl, you done fucked me, my homeboy, his homeboy, that like nobody's going to like respect you. You know what I'm saying? People are going to respect you as much as you respect yourself. Like, okay, with Dior, anybody with money can get Dior, but Hermes, you got to be on the list. Exactly. You got to be like extra with it. Like you it hear takes me? more than that. Like you don't want to just be available. And like it's LA, anybody looks like they have money. You could look like you have so much money. For one night, who if gives If a guy a really has it, tell him to meet you at Rodeo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make him work for it. Because a guy, if a guy spends $10,000 on you, he is not leaving you alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You'd rather a guy work for it. Once a guy works for you, then it's just like, I ain't fucking leaving Because that's bitch. an investment. They're going to want to see a return somewhere. You hear me? They're going to want to see a return on their investment. So it's like, you have to have somebody consistently fucking with you. You want to fuck with somebody for that one time, a customer one time, he going to give you $2,000 or whatever the fuck you're charging. And don't let it be less than 2000 But you let a guy, uh, he ch- you charge him $2,000 or whatever the case is. You get a little bit of emotions. He comes in the club, throws a, a bag bitch. on another bitch. And you're just watching like, what the fuck? And you know. You can't say shit about it. Not even that. You and you and I, we all know. And you and you. We all know. And her. We all know <laughs> that we would never fuck with these men. Ever. Outside mm-hmm. of the club. Unless they had it or whatever it may be. Like, So don't sell yourself short for something you're going to spend within a week. Because you, you can't buy it back. You can't get it back. And then he's just going to go around and be like, yeah, I fucked her. It was like, you know what I'm saying? At least, I mean, you know, I like how, how I'm like, how do you work ma- certain situations? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, how do you maintain your spirituality? And she's like, you don't sell pussy, emergencies only. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sell pussy, I sell dreams, okay? Okay, cheers. Just keep that in mind. We're going to wrap, pussy, but I want to. I saw dreams. Okay, we're going to take this and then we're going to wrap because I need to know your like five, your next five years. Okay. So you'll be 35 Given, in five years or 34. Yeah, I'll be 34. 29. Um, my goal, only goal in life is to be happy. <laughs> Says Miss America. Um. But really, I mean, uh, okay, so what would I, make you happy? What do you think? Well, first of all, I want to invest my money. Wait, hold on. I'm 34, so take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to invest my money mm-hmm. into, I want to open up a dance wear line, guys, and a summer line. So hopefully, should. I will. Got to speak everything to existence. Yeah, and you have to be confident. That, okay, like- and I just want to use my experience on dancing and my money management skills into a business and get the fuck up out this club. Oh, wait. Before we end, I'm sorry. You ne- Tell me your calendar. This girl has a calendar. <laughs> sorry. this I'm not used to, like, with the, all the, like, bubbles, but she has a calendar that keeps... It's... Please tell. Please tell. Okay, so I have a calendar... And I... We're gonna... We're gonna collab and we're gonna get these out to you because they're <laughs> ridiculous. So, it's a dry erase board and each month, I put stack in front of whatever month it is. So if it's January, I'll say stack annuary. Or if it's February, I'll say stack fe- stack February. Like, But do your days of the week. So I have money making Mondays, take no shit Tuesdays, 
working women. Wait, that's Wednesdays. when she gets in fights is on Tuesdays. You hear me? Thumb through the check Thursdays. Um, Wait, thumb through the check. Check Thursdays. <laughs> Fuck niggas get money Fridays. Um, what the fuck do I have on Saturday? How many days a week know. are you working? And then I have a save yourself Sunday. Um, I work until I pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I know every week. Like how many days? <laughs> um, about five days a week. Yeah. Four to five days. Okay. So, um, no, not four to five, five days. Five days. The least I work is five days. Like, but um, and then I write how much I make. I write how much I spend. It could be five dollars to the house lady. Like I'm writing it down. Mm-hmm. I need to know where the fuck my money is going. That you're making in the club. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. So if I spend two fifty on house fee, like I just like to write down what I make to see where can I budget at. So I was going to work every day past twelve o'clock. And past twelve o'clock they charge two fifty. But before eleven, they charge one fifty. And I'm like, yo, I'm spending an extra hundred dollars on house fee. Making like, videos in the bathroom. You hear what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Like watching Netflix and shit being coming to work. Lazy. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, I need to cut that because that ends up being two thousand dollars a month. A thousand percent. If I'm working five days a week. And I'm spending an extra $100 on house fee. Wait, can we just like, <laughs> this is the type, okay, this is why I like her. Because, and I respect her so much because you can still live your life, do you, and be responsible and manage your shit and get ahead. Like, she started dancing when, you started dancing when a lot of girls mm. started dancing. That, and I feel like you may not have had as much clout or whatever it may have been, but financially, I see it. I've always had that back. And you're going to maintain it because Even you're not out here. Stripper, it's because I saved my money. And you're not trying. And I was like, oh, during our phone interview, I'm like, what is it that you think separates you from other dancers? And she's like, I do not try to keep up with the Joneses. I don't do anything I can't afford. I budget myself. And even if I can't afford it, do I need it? Does it make sense for me to get this? What am I going to gain from getting What's it? What's the return? Yeah. It's like you have to really budget your money. Like if you're going to spend money, spend it on shit that matters. Like I'd rather spend money on jewelry than on bags and shoes. Because you can spruce up any outfit with a watch or a chain. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You could wear a fucking Fashion Nova outfit. You have a mm-hmm. watch and a chain and some sneakers. It's going to look like something. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Versus a bag or shoes that go out of season. Like, you have to get something that's going to make sense. You know, get a bag, get a Chanel bag. Definitely. Get something that's just not going to go out of style. It's going to maintain its value. And that's something that you can sell and get a return for should you ever need to. Exactly. Just don't buy that... Gucci bag that, you know what I'm saying? It's just going to be out of season. And everybody's going to be like, why are you wearing an old ass bag? Mm-hmm. Chanel bag is never going to be out of season. And you'll make money. They always rise in value. <laughs> you hear me? And it's just like the shark boots. Like, I got some shark boots. Those are never going out of style. You see, they keep, now they're making like 20 million versions of them. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I just always, always budget. And even when it comes to like things like if the house mom sells something for that's really expensive, Go to Amazon and see if you can buy it cheaper. I get dance outfits that are cheaper from Amazon. Like, you have to use these ways to save money. And it's, I've just... You have to take the initiative. hmm And I feel like if you just write down how much you make <laughs> and write down how much you spend, like, I'm like, 
why the fuck are, why, why am I spending so much money on sweepers? Now I'm just like, I just want one sweeper picking up my money so I can just tip one person. Yeah. Rather than tipping percent. five people. What am I going to tip you? $10 for picking up $10? You definitely have to be like aware of what you're spending. Exactly. But. And another thing is, do not get overly fucked up in the club because you don't need get to lost in the sauce. Manage your money. Yeah, don't it's get like, lost. I got really drunk and I blacked out and I lost. Like you lose money. Thousand dollars missing and I had no idea how it was gone. So it's just like you just always have to just pay attention to what the fuck's going on. Stay on point. Manage your money. Have your hair and your nails done. Do yeah. not let people influence you to like be you. You know what I'm saying? Don't be a bitch. Being <laughs> nobody wants a, a an angry, bitter stripper. But like, being you also is going to be what separates you from like everyone else because it's you. veteran dancers. Stop bullying baby strippers and stop being a bitter ass stripper. It's not nobody's fault. You're still dancing. She said that she's in the dressing room and she'll hear girls like it was never like drunk girls in the dressing room. It was never like this before. Back this in the that. day, back in the day, back in the day. This it's is like, today. This is today. Get with the times. If you don't like it, start that retirement plan. But do not take your anger out on other people. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be trying to sit in here and bully baby strippers and just, you know what I'm saying? Or like be, put them down because they're making money. Okay. Or be a bitch. Like, oh, what is this? Like, if you just see a dancer doing something and it's kind of like laughable or something, maybe you should just go and tell them. Like, hey, babe, like, you know, I'm. You, how long have you been dancing for? Like, let me help you. Know, you. you know what I'm saying? Like, you should do this or, or do that or whatever. But it's like, you don't got to. You're such a cancer. Like, angry. She's like so sweet and nice, but so like mean on the outside. <laughs> I'm just saying like, don't be like, I hate when bitches just be drunk, just doing too much, just complaining at the end of the night. Like, girl, if you just leave, like, don't be in here complaining every fucking night about how she used to be. It's like this, used to be like that, like. You're, what's that shit called? Um, projecting. Yeah. Like, stop projecting shit on other people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Percent. It's not like that, but it used to, like, be like this. It, like, maybe you should befriend a baby stripper. You know what I'm saying? They have that energy, and sometimes you need you need that energy. That rawness. Yes, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That they want to be at work every day. Like, you might need that energy. Like, shit, I'm kind of losing my shit. Mm-hmm. I'm fucked up right now. I need to be at work every day, but I'm just not motivated. Maybe if you were percent. just be friends with a baby stripper, you see how motivated they are. You know what I'm saying? Okay, this was like the best interview. I'm so happy that you came. But if there was like one thing that you had to say to somebody listening. Wait, I'm going to give you one thing you had to say to a baby stripper and one thing you had to say to just like a fellow dancer. What would they be? A baby stripper is save your money. Get two bank accounts. Get one bank account to pay all your bills. At two different banks. Two different banks. Because we know how Amazon can get motherfuckers. Okay? And you and you can't be transferring. You have to do two different banks. Okay. And don't Zelle. Literally have one bank with Zelle and all your bills, automatic payments and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you have another bank for savings. Okay? And I wouldn't even have a fucking debit card to that bank. <laughs> like, I would just want to go in there and deposit that money. You know what I'm saying? Just something that you literally cannot touch. Like, if I were a baby stripper... I would take half of my paycheck, put it in one bank and and towards my bills and then put the other bank, put the other half just towards saving. Yeah, because you make you make all your bills. mm -hmm. You put everything you make from your bills within the first week all towards your bills. Right. As soon as I make my rent money, I pay that shit. And then I just so even if it's the first week of the month, you pay it for the. Mm -hmm. the, Yeah, I put it away. 
or I pay whatever bill that I can pay because sometimes you just can't pay your bills too much in advance. Yeah. But my rent, I'm able to pay it on the 16th. So I'll pay that shit in advance. Whatever yeah. bills I can pay, if it's my credit card bill, my phone bill, I pay my car insurance in full. Like, I don't want to be late on oh, shit. Oh, and my... I- my shit goes up by the month. I got to keep that shit. You know I pay me? it by the year because I pay my car insurance in full because I do not got time to be late on no payments because nobody wants to go around without car insurance. And also, girls, buy health insurance. Okay? You can buy health insurance. You can enroll. They have open enrollment right now. Enroll in health insurance. Health, dental, you, all of exactly. it. Exactly. You don't want to be busting your ass on the stage and then you have to go make a GoFundMe. You know what I'm saying? Get insurance. Get health insurance. It's not always delivered sweetly, but it's delivered oh. how it needs to be. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you guys just like that's it. Just save your money and don't care and invest into yourself. Like invest into your dance. You're outfits. the one working. You're the one doing Wash everything. Your dance outfits. Invest into hygiene. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody post about this about um BV. That was boric, me. Oh yeah, boric acid. Boric acid. If your pussy stinks. Pop boric acid in there. I swear to you, it's gonna smell good like the next day. And you know what? Half of it, like, do not strip with BV because then everybody's <laughs> looking like, who the fuck is the bitch with the stank pussy? Then they might think it's me because you're right next to me. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want everybody looking around and it's you. Just don't come to work because Milani's gonna be like this. I swear to you. I'll be like, it's not me because then I'm gonna have to put my pussy in his face, okay, and start shaking ass. They're gonna know it's not me. You know what I'm saying? It's just like pop boric acid, and if it keeps smelling, go to the doctor because you got some. Yeah. But boric but acid, boric, yeah. have that shit on deck. Use it every time you have sex with a new partner. Like pop boric acid in because they can just throw off your pH balance. And even an old partner, you don't know who they're fucking. Exactly. But yeah, clean your thongs. Have them in separate separate bags. Like I have my shit in Ziploc bags because, you know what I'm saying, nobody wants a bitch that's been wearing the same thong for three fucking days. She said change your thongs. Thong. I swear to you, people be stinking in the club. Take a shower right before you go to work. Do not take a shower at 6 p.m. and you got to be at work at 12 o'clock in the morning. That shower has expired six hours ago. Okay? I'm saying you need to shower right before you go to work because then you're going to be stinking and going, who's stinking? And it's not me. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that's my advice to baby strippers. Shower right before you go to work. Get your nails done. Wash your outfits. Don't look dingy. Like, invest into your hair you're gonna make money in in the daily habit and even if you don't want to spend a lot of money on your hair weave last this is like my third install with this weave like no funny shit really yes and it's cost 1400 dollars. and i've reused this shit about three times okay so i gotten months out of use out of this weave like it's just like if you're gonna invest in a weave you can invest something that's gonna last yeah and i've done multiple different hairstyles with this weave it's like you have to like just invest into the right shit. Yeah. Because you when worth. you invest into your makeup and everything, you're going to make more money. Learn how to do your makeup on YouTube. And because like at the end of the day, guys, if guys want to go see bitches with no makeup, they'll go home to their wives. They're going to work to see a fantasy. They're going to the strip club to see a fantasy. To they escape. See it's an escape. A fantasy. It's to escape reality. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They don't want to see bitches in there with no makeup on. Like, girl, put some lashes on. Wait, wait, wait. Do something. I've been wearing no makeup to the club for like the past month. I made a lot of money. <laughs> but not everyone. Isn't every- it crazy when, when you feel like you just look like Because they're like, you wow. make a lot of money? No, like, I'll, I look older with makeup. Um, so when mm-hmm. I don't wear makeup, I look younger. And like, so once in a while, I'll get a little insecure about my age. And then they're like, oh, you know, but. Sometimes I feel like when I just look raggedy. 
they just you know i'll be what? making the most money and it I, sucks <laughs> i make more money when i don't feel cute because i'm nicer <laughs> I'm like, I got to be nice. I got to compensate. It's like when I have a broken nail or something, I'd be so insecure about it. It's like, I'll just be making the most money. Because you're nice. You know, because you're compensating for that broken nail. You hear me? But okay. I still walk around like, I'm that bitch. You got to. You can't be walking around, oh, my nail's broken. You know what I'm saying? You got to walk around like, hey, what's up? Like, Maybe I, I'm so, like, thankful for you doing this because this woman has showed up to every single, like, thing that I'm like, I would really appreciate if you could come. And she comes and she brings a strawberry <laughs> and like it's good and i appreciate you so yes. much for coming and then about and doing this own your shit <laughs> one time i farted somebody farted <laughs> on somebody and i owned it <laughs> i'm serious Why i really have- farted on a customer and it smells so fucking bad <laughs> and he was like did you just fart and what did you say it was nobody else for me <laughs> it was nobody at the bar and i was like yeah, I was just like, I just really had to go. Like, I don't know. Like, it just happened. Like, I don't know what to tell you. What he was just like, yo, you're such a real ass bitch. You want to drink? <laughs> I swear to you. He was like, you want to drink? Like, I ain't never had nobody be that fucking real. Yeah, he's like, he's like, what's up? You want I was like, shit, you want to dance your ass. Girl, he let me dance on him. I'm like, shit, <laughs> should I do it again? I don't know why I was so gassy that day. That's the New York in you. And then I farted again. He was like, did you just fart again? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't think it was cute the second time. It's <laughs> like, don't get your gassy ass. <laughs> but nah, I thought, you know, it was it was cool. Like, maybe maybe I'll get another drink. <laughs> I thought that's what it was. Like, a fart, get a drink. Okay, <laughs> okay we need to do Okay, let's he, make He ended up getting me another drink, though. <laughs> fart on customers. It works. I swear, it was really, it was a silent but deadly yeah, ones too. It was a silent but deadly. <laughs> okay, and that was a mechanism when the guy didn't send me out fart and walk. <laughs> no, it's called crop dusty. <laughs> right? I'm like, word, fuck you, and I'll just fart and walk away. <laughs> I never. <laughs> Don't forget, y'all never got so mad that somebody didn't tip you and you just farted on them. I just <laughs> or like on stage. They're probably wondering where it came from. <laughs> mm. Now, nah, bitch is gonna be farting on me. <laughs> mm. Okay, thank you for coming. <laughs> I love you so. Don't much. fart on people though. <laughs> I just feel like it's never. But if you do fart, just own it. You know what I'm saying? Just be like, listen, ate some shit earlier today. I don't know. So you. Oh, God. He was cool, though. Okay, we're going to sign off. (laughs) Thank you for coming. (laughs) Like, I cannot wait for this to air. (laughs) Like, I'm going to highlight this this bitch farts on people. I love this woman. No, she's like. It's very rare to meet women that that support you just like out of their hearts and like don't have no weird shit. And I just appreciate you so much for being so real. Thank you. <laughs> I always feel like you have to just do things. You set the tone for how you want people because, to be with you. Exactly. You just do things because you want to do them. You don't do things to expect shit in return. Unless you're in a strip club, me shaking ass. Of course, you want money in return. Yeah, but of course. When it comes to relationships and people, just be kind, be nice. Like, don't stress about 
if you're not making money that day because you never know. Like, if that girl made money, don't hate her because she made money. She probably needed it more than you did. Like, you never know what somebody's going through in life. Like, you know what I'm saying? What's meant for you will be meant for you. If you made money, didn't make money this today, you might make it tomorrow because that was your day and that's when it was meant for you to make it. Yeah, don't force or stress. Like, Don't try to compare yourself to others. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their own timing. So I want to thank you so much for coming. And girl, I had so much fun with you and thank you for bringing strawberry. And you're a real one. I appreciate you so much. (laughs) And listen, it only takes one, okay? It really does. That's a sign off. It should be. It only takes one. I did happy hustling, but I like it only takes happy hustling and it only takes one. Period. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>